Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. She was the most important person to be spoken of. I'm not sure she's the only woman that came. Because he said, the, only, the woman that, that gives me water to drink and quench the test of my animals shall be the one. And indeed, it happened. So when it comes to relationships and marriages, you can move from prayer. You can, you can, the Bible says your spirit is the candle light okay, of God. God uses it to direct you. If you, if you don't make choice based on scriptures, based on, you will make, you will make choices based on errors. Today, a lot of guys will make decisions based on the shape of a woman. And a lot of women will make decisions based on the look of a man. That is not bad. Choose what your heart desires so you don't look into the window. But, in making that choice, you must look beyond. Now, this is very... Let me tell you something here. Something I've been talking to a lot, some people about. The reason why God must be, or the, the word of God must be paramount in making a decision is because it is only marriage you want, right? But you see, there are some people that are destined to die a year after. There are people that, you know, are supposed to fall sick for the rest of their lives. That is how, by divine structure, they ought to be. And you don't want to find yourself marrying somebody that dies the following day. Because the picture will not look like that. (laughs) The picture, and you will never know because you will never know because these things are spiritual things. Reason why you must start from the place of the spirit. And when you start from the place of the spirit, the Holy Ghost, it could, you could see it in a dream. It might not look like him. It might be, there is a way you can tell. Then you pray. You see, when it comes to marriage and relationship, we always leave God out. We make the decision and go back to him to confirm God approve. Remember when we started, I said spiritual things are more intense yes, sir. Yes, sir. than physical. And marriage is an institution created by a spirit. God. So marriage has its source. 
reason why he, he, he tells you that what he has joined together, let no man, mundane person, can a man put asunder what he has done. Because he has his roots into the spirit. Are, are you with me? So don't live all your life. When you say, so today you can't tell. When somebody says, I love you. What, 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 exa- what exactly do you think you're talking about? You cannot tell. But mostly, 99.9% is Eros. Eros is the first that appears. Then maybe over time, Agape will show. You are busily singing. Somebody is easily looking head to toe. You are busily playing that bass. Someone is looking at his height. Wow, his height. Oh, he's a tall guy. I like big heads. Wow, big head. Wow. You make decision based on, on height. It is something you can consider, but you don't make a decision. The question, the question is, what are you looking for? Do you even know what you are looking for? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You hope to marry such a person, right? But there should be a substance to that hope. It is like I use TV as an example every time. It is like going to the TV shop to say I want to buy a TV. Without knowing what kind of TV you want. They will carry any kind of TV and give you hands back. Now, when they bring the TV, you'll be like, no, no, no. I don't like this TV. Okay, the fact that you don't like this, meaning that you have something you like. Are are you getting it? Now, if you know what you are looking for, it is easy to point and say, it is this kind of TV. It can be a flat screen, but we have sizes. We have colors, you know, maybe curve, you have uh, ash or whatever, lining, black, whichever one you want. We even have brands. Otherwise, you will accept just anything. And especially in our country where you can get pressure from society, pressure from parents, pressure from friends. Anybody is ripe. But that is not the, you don't know the substance of that hope. Now, after you are able to understand the substance of that hope, you must see the evidence of what you haven't seen. And the only place as believers where we find our evidence is here. Because you see, this thing I'm telling you, it is something I did when I found out. Otherwise, mommy is somebody, I mean, she knows. Because from the container to the content, I was writing. And it kept changing. Some I write in the flesh. Some I write through prayer. I remember at a point when I wrote and finished the container. I saw better container outside. That was when God, the Lord told me that I see the, content, the container. He knows the content. He knows the content. Don't make a mistake you will ever regret. Marriage is a beautiful thing. But marriage is not in heaven. Take your time. 
Don't let anybody pressure you. Okay? Okay. Let's go on. Are you learning something? Now, this agape we are talking about, yesterday we read First John, the Bible made us know that our response to God is when we love others, right? I was looking through the New Testament. I never found anywhere. Maybe there are some pastors here or bishops or whatever. You can find and tell me. Maybe I haven't. But there's nowhere in the Bible, in the New Testament, where the Bible says, love God or love Jesus. But the Bible ever tells you, have faith in God, have faith in Jesus. So does it mean that we don't love him? No, we do. Because in the New Testament, how God wants you to love him is not like in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, God was trying to show them love, but they never understood. They saw God to be wicked until Jesus came. The Ten Commandments was not actually something that was supposed to deal with them in that manner. The Ten Commandments was to show forth the love of God, but they never saw it. Now, if he's telling you, do not do this, do not commit adultery, do not take your neighbor's wife, do not do this, what do you think he's trying to show you? Love. They never saw it. They never understood it. Paul was the one that showed us in first, Romans chapter 13, verse 8. He says, Oh, no man, nothing except love. He said, Oh, no man, anything but to love one another. But to what? Love one another. Did he say, But to love God? No. But to love one another. Yeah. Then he said, For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. the law. Which law? Verse 9. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So the whole Ten Commandments was culminated into love, but they never understood so when you begin to love, do you remember Galatians 5.22? He says, now the fruit of the spirit is love. Before he began to break it down. And he said, against such, there is no law. Because when a man begins to walk in the love of God, he has actually fulfilled the law. But you see, for you, you are actually living the love that has already been fulfilled by Jesus Christ. Do you see it? Because the love in your heart is the love of God. He said the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart. And this love of God is also the love of Christ. If it is already in your heart. Because in the Old Testament, it was not in their heart. Okay. The reason why in our time, he will not write 
on tablet, but you write it on your heart. The writing of his word or his law in your heart is the, is the release of, of his love into your heart. So you, you already have, reason why you must not be subdued by the law. Because Jesus has fulfilled all the requirements of the law. And he has shed it abroad in your heart. So now there's, there's no law when it comes to um, committing adultery. It won't be found in you because there will be some life coming out of you that is against that one. Any kind of law of, of you know the, the, um, the requirement of the law will not be seen in you because it has already been what fulfilled and satisfied to the fullest. Is that okay? So the Ten Commandments is nothing but the release of God's love. Since they did not get it, then Jesus, the word himself, must come. Grace. The manifestation of God's love. Even that one, they did not believe. Even that one, they did not receive. Man. Hmm, it's amazing. All right. What am I trying to say with all these things? I want to show you a scripture. Please, did you Google to see that the Bible says that love God or love Jesus? You won't find it. You will never find it. In the New Testament, please don't get me wrong, in the New Testament, there's no, there's no phrase. There's, there's nothing like that. But that is not to say you don't love God. Okay? Because in the New Testament, there is a way we love God. Not to him directly. In 1 John 4, 19. We saw it yesterday. You see, the Bible, the Bible talks about expressing love to men, to your friend, to your brother, to your neighbor, to this. Once you begin to do this, you are loving God. You see, God is so wise that if he wants all love to be ascribed to him directly, you hate this person, yet claim you love him. Let's do 19 and 20 and I will show you something in 1 Corinthians 13. He says, our love for others is our grateful what? Normally, if somebody shows me love, am I not supposed to show him love back? If you show me love, I need to show you love directly. But now God is saying that if you show me love, in showing the love back to him, I must show you to this one. If I show you to this one, I've shown it to him. This is how God receives his love back. If I don't love you, I'm not reciprocating God's love back to him. Our love for others is our great, grateful what? response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Go on. Anyone can say, I love God, you see, yet have hatred towards another believer. This makes him a phony because if you don't love a brother or a sister whom you can see, how can you truly love God whom you can see? So God is saying, pa, oh, pa. This is my principle, my process. If you love, if you love me, it will be seen. 
Years ago, I used to, I think two years ago, I used to ask you guys a question. How do we know you love God? Where you go and go and ask your friends. How do we know you love God? Oh, because I pay my tithe, because I pray, because I, I be, I'm holy, because I try not to do anything. Because they begin to look at performance, the law, as a means of showing love to God. No, if I don't love you, I don't love God. So simple. It has pray and pray and pray and pray. Do you know if you hate one brother, one? Ah, don't you can't you see? He didn't say brothers. He said a brother. Or it would have been okay for him to say brothers. Then I know that okay, out of five, I can love one and hate, you know. <laughs> but God is telling you that if you if you don't love a brother or a sister whom you can see, so I can love all of you. If I hate Crystal, I don't love God. See, I love all of you. But if I hate her, or if I don't love her, I don't love God. My love to God is fake. This is how amazing the love of God is. Let me bring it down to you. You get to marry somebody who has a child, a son or a daughter. And you claim you love the woman or the man to the core. And normally, when it is fresh, and we see that glory that will fade away, you will say, I love you and I love your child. But when your children start coming in, then you realize you never love somebody's child. Then he becomes a problem. You never love the woman. You never did. Can you see this? Whilst we were yet sinners, he loved us. He adopted us. This is love. This is the kind of love God wants us to show. Amen. Amen. Let me show you one definition of love. Okay? In 1 Corinthians 13, the verse 13 or so, in, in the Amplified, hmm. AMPC, and so faith, hope, love, abide. Faith, conviction, and believe respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful, and confident expectation of eternal salvation. Then he, he defined love here. It's a love. True affection for God and man. Growing out of God's love for and in us. Can you see the definition here? True affection. Not just affection, but true. Because God's love is not fake. God's love is reality. You see, I taught you about Alethea. When somebody says, oh, I preach the truth. I teach the truth. I know the truth. They speak. But you ask them what is truth. You can't hold the mic and lie through the message. When you are full of truth. Because truth is the manifestation of reality. In the Greek, aletheia. Manifestations of reality. That's what it is. And since God is real and true. You cannot fake because he is love. If God is love. Then his love is real and true. And that is the love 
that we have for him and for men that must come out of his love for and what? In us. That's what the, that's what the definition says here. True affection for God and man. Where does it come from? Growing out of God's love for and in us. So the love that the affection that I show towards you huh? it must grow out of God's love. Which means I cannot have an affection for you that is erotic because God's love is not like that. Do you see how they forced Mary Magdalene? Today people talk about it. They have a picture and they said Jesus had something to do with Mary Magdalene. You know, and it was the girlfriend and so on and so forth. Oh, the, 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 the Last Supper, the, the picture, there are some that had Mary Magdalene next to Jesus with her head on, on, on you know, Da Vinci Code, the Da Vinci Code, that one. They want to depict, they want to still show that Jesus had some eros or erotic love for that woman. But it doesn't matter how you twist it. It can never happen. It can never happen. See, the matter or the issue of love is a very difficult subject. It cannot be absorbed in one day. In fact, it cannot be lived in one day. Why? Why do you think so? It's ambiguous. Yes, we call it the mystery of love. I didn't have time to get there. Love is a mystery. It is not understood. Even the eros love is not well understood. I don't want to get into that area. Love is a mystery. When love is not appropriated well, it causes danger. Oh, didn't God tell the love of money? Love must be appropriated well. In the same way. Let me come down from the spirit. Sex is not a bad thing. Because God created it. It is the benefit of his establishment. Okay? But when it's not appropriated, it has a whole lot of spiritual consequence. Because of that one, giants came into the world. Genesis chapter 6. The angels of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful. Don't they see men every day? But now, the kind of beauty they are talking about, they are tra- Satan had influenced them. You know the story. To mutate humanity. So Jesus will not come. And they know one of the ways to affect outcome is sex. So they got married to them, slept with them, and the offspring they came out what was half man, half demons. That is why you hear stories like, and I've seen it before. Every day there are there are women and men that Satan is putting into our, our world here. And this is not story. I saw one on my way home, committee 12, 1 a.m. In front, if you know committee 12, ICGC committee 12. If you are walking from, from the, the motorway and you are going up like that. 
That's how people don't stand there. But immediately I negotiated. And I turned on my highlights. Somebody was standing there. Moving. And you look at the person was waiting. So the person could tell and turn back. And when you are spiritual, you can sense that something is not okay around. The first thing you do is Immediately I passed and I turned. She was not there. Another person could have stopped. When you are the target, they draw your attention. You know. I'm telling you, spirit, spiritual things are more intense than physical things. When you hear stories like people are married to Marine and uh, my father has been in this what they call deliverance ministry for over 50 years. I've seen it severally. It is real. It is real. One of the ways to enter into this spiritual kingdoms and all that is through sex. The very legitimate thing that God created. I'm saying that when the purpose of the act is not is mis, mis um, appropriated, there is a physical, there is a spiritual consequence. Let me explain to you. God is a spirit. Is that correct? Yes, sir. The word of God is a spirit. Yes, correct? Sex is not spiritual. It is physically a man and a woman. It's, it's your body. Your spirit doesn't have sex. It's your body. So it's your body engaging. Two bodies engaging. Yet, a spirit says, don't do it. Why? Because it has spiritual consequence. Understand it this way. It will help you. It will. Look at Absalom. Look at Reuben. Reuben was the firstborn of who? Jacob. Jacob said to Reuben, Reuben my strength, my firstborn. He was the one that was supposed to take over what the church has today. The kingship. The priesthood. And the double portion. But because of feelings, he went to sleep with Jacob's wife. One of his wives. And he was he was separated from his inheritance forever until today. When you go back into Genesis 48 and you begin to read Jacob's blessings, you hear the words he said about Reuben. How about Absalom? Now, God, did God tell David that because you have slept with somebody's wife, your son, somebody in your house will also sleep with you don't know. Did David kill Uriah and slept with his wife? So God said to him, because you have done this, somebody in your house will do the same. So his firstborn did it to him on top of a story building. Now, if it didn't have spiritual consequence, did it really bother God? Why should God get involved when this act is just physical? So Absalom lost because he was the heir apparent, the firstborn. He lost it. Do you know what it means? There are a lot of things you can lose in the spirit. When you don't appropriate, that's why the Bible calls it immorality. And he said, don't let this be mentioned amongst you. 
Because there are a lot of things, things that God said we shouldn't do. That is what Satan makes it look good. Because he understands the spiritual consequence. Okay, if that's not enough. Abraham nearly messed up God's plan for him when he slept with Hagar. When the wife said, you don't know Satan. God had promised that the promise is for, you know, your son. And it was through Isaac that Jesus was going to come. But Sarah, and I knew it was the devil. Sarah convinced him to sleep with Hagar. If you look at it in the face of humanity, it's like a woman who loves his husband. Can you see that? So, you, if I can't give birth, you, just because I love you, have a child with this person. That's why today, people are not afraid of getting attached with people's husbands. And if you are here, and everybody that approaches you is a married person, there is a spiritual danger that is yet to be unfolded as you get yourself into. Satan is knocking on that door. Knocking on that door. So, what happened to Abraham? After he had a child, his love and his affection went to the child. Thinking the child was the one because it's still from his loins. But God had a plan. And God said, this woman that you have slept with, you don't know. She's, she's, she's a bond woman. She's a slave woman. I, I am not bringing my offsprings out of, slave, out of slave women. I am bringing my offspring out of free women. Though Sarah can't conceive now, she's the free woman I have chosen. Because God's plan from the spirit is that Isaac will come from the free woman. Galatians. Have you read the story before? Now look at it. He, now, Abraham had to let Hagar and the son go. But God says no. Come back. Today you have Muslims all around. All around. Just because of one mistake. You have no idea what... You see? That's why I don't like talking about these things. I like to talk about grace and the love of God. Because when it's well understood, it takes care of these matters. Over time. Not eventually. <laughs> not... not um, what? Not immediately, but over time it does. Are you with me? May any physical thing you do not go a long way in the spirit to give you a scar. He said, but he who was of the bond woman. Let's do TPT 22. Yeah. Tell me, do you want to go back to living strictly by the law? Haven't you ever listened to what the law really says? Have you forgotten that Abraham had two sons? One by a slave girl. And the other by a free woman. Ishmael, the son of the slave girl, was born of the natural realm. But Isaac, the son of the free woman, was born supernaturally by the spirit. A child of the promise of God. So there was a promise for him. But he began to delve in with the slave woman. Isn't this amazing? 
when you study the word of God and you love God, after some time, yes, you make some mistakes here and there, but after some time, he begins to unveil things to you. You begin to understand. That's how come you don't judge people who make mistakes. Because perhaps they never had revelation. They didn't know. But over time, they get to know. But when you get to know, you stick to the righteousness. The life of righteousness. Are you with me? Okay. I'll tell you this prophetically. There are some sexual sins that can cut you off from financial influence. Or financial affluence. It will never happen. It will never happen. When you begin to hear ladies begin to compare a rich man with who is not good in bed and a poor guy who is good in bed. These are stories of the devil. Because sexual matters are not matters of the out of, of, of public consumption. And I've seen some, you see them holding, is it cucumber or something? And carrot, and the ladies are dancing, they move here. And they move here. You know, these are things that the devil is inciting. Do you know when you begin to watch these sensual videos and sexual? Do you know there's a spirit that comes to you? Let me prove to you. You haven't noticed. Now you will notice. As you begin to watch them, watch this part of your belly. It begins to feel like you have gas in there. It begins to bulge out a bit. After some time, you begin to yawn. There is a possession. You didn't know. And when you have watched and the Holy Ghost convicts you, in fact, not the Holy Ghost, your spirit convicts you, and you pray and say, Holy Spirit, forgive me. As you are praying, you begin to see you are doing, it leaves you. And when it leaves you, you feel that free, freeness in your bowels. You know what happens? Because it is out of your belly that flows the rivers of living waters. It, listen, you cannot, you can't flow. Your prayer life will diminish. Your interest in spiritual things begin to die. And your, that part of your life, which is not the real you, begin to heighten. Is that you are masturbating? Or you like to see more nakedness? Or you like to hear topics like that? You can see Pastor Chris preaching here and you see a naked person here and you flip and go to the naked person, which under normal circumstances you will not have done. Am I being real? Are all this in the law? Now, most of the things I said, I said prophetically. Because when, when we are dealing with people, you see, television, movies, are one of the areas Satan uses. You, when we say this thing, you will not understand until your eyes are open. I watched a little boy that was possessed with Marine in the U.S. A man of God was praying for him. And he asked, how did you enter? He was talking about YouTube. It's a cartoon, a particular kind of cartoon that boy was watching. And come and see how the little boy, seven years, was manifesting. And I said, not in my house. I'll cast the devil out. When I'm done, I cast you out. You see, when 
You don't know this devil, how he targets these things. He has a plan. He always has a plan. But we don't always have a plan. We go with everything. Oh, Jesus. Say, Heavenly Father, Father, grant me me the ability ability to grow love. love. The love of God. God. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.